Look at you. You have them on. You have them on. Why do I, why do I sound too low, bro? Oh my god. Oh, I really fucked up, bro. It's maybe yeah, maybe next week. Maybe next week. I, my my volume's down. Maybe next week. I gotta turn the volume up. There we go. Maybe next week you should just put the headphones back uh, off. Um, turn my headphone volume down. Like just mine. Turn it down. Look at that. Technical difficulties. The sound is out. Welcome to the All Day Everyday Show. We are here with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Glad you guys are stopping in. I know you missed this last week. Taking care of some business as per usual. As Pat McAfee would say, welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. Thanks for stopping in. Yeah, Be this nice. guy wanted to stand up. <laughs> I did really want to stand up. I don't know how it could work because you guys couldn't see me. But I could do this like he does. I don't know. I kind of like that. We're not in. We're not. We're not in like a stage setting like bend he does. Down like you're trying. I know. To, like you're trying to suck it. But we don't. Mean here. Yeah, hundred percent. I wish. I want like a desk, like you know, like up here, standing desk where I can do what I want. Whatever. Um, <laughs> be nice to us. Do all those good things. Like, comment, and subscribe. And for our audio viewers as well, our audio listeners, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, help us out on there with those ratings. Huge, huge show today. It is Super Bowl week. You will be listening and watching to us on Friday before the big game as the Philadelphia Eagles, Manny's Philadelphia Eagles, take on sure. Patrick Mahomes, arguably the MVP, which we are about to see in 45 minutes, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, as well as, my goodness, LeBron James, we get to talk about the GOAT. I am tired of hearing any Michael Jordan things from now on moving forward. LeBron James breaking the record. We all know about that. And if you guys did not see that live, you are losers because you will never, ever see that happen again. And then, of course, we also have to talk about, we can't miss out on this, uh, NBA trade deadline never disappoints. And, boy, this one was a doozy. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. God. Josh Hart gets to reunite. I got to do a little Knicks plug there. Josh Hart gets to reunite with former Villanova teammate, Jalen Brunson, huge show, jam-packed show. Let's get it popping. Uh, Got to start on some quick things here. As we're talking about the MVPs, um, we know Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back years, I, and that's where I want to start. So I was watching Pat's show two days ago, and um, I don't know why I ne- like wasn't an adamant like watcher and listener of Pat because I fucking love it. I mean, it's a good, it's a good ass show. It's bro. Just like, I talk about it a lot on here. I don't know why we. And also, uh, before we do that, big plug to Stateside. Not sponsored yet, but it's coming. Uh, stateside Orange Vodka Soda, 4.5% alcohol and 95 calories. Get on it. Um, also, uh, I just like the 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 whole, there's no censorship at all. Well, why would you want to watch any other fucking show? But anyway, they were talking on Tuesday, um, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Um, he's going on this fucking retreat. Four days in complete darkness. There is a bathroom, but you can wear adult diapers if you want. And then there's a slot where they put food in. It's like jail. And he's there by himself. Food, like he gets food. I don't know. Is it, is it like awful food? You can't even see what you're eating. How do you see if you, like how you're trying to walk to the bathroom? And then on top of that, it's just complete darkness and you're by yourself for four days. Is he able to take ayahuasca? I think he mentioned something. He said it's kind of like a, he's not, he's not bringing anything in there. They, yeah, they, so they asked him. like a full on dopamine full, detox. Exactly like right. Shit. And and he they they were like you bring a weed and he's like no and he's like he said it's kind of like a, a like a DMT type of like hypnosis type thing, and I, I'm like I physically could like maybe not last thirty minutes, like and like just like think about that like you're boarding up the walls it's complete darkness what are you gonna do like all day for four days just sit there. I can't I can't even imagine. I mean it just kind of like. I don't know. Like, kind of like these guys are all sickos in their own right. Like, to be that good at a sport, you got to be pretty sick in your own right. Like, Aaron Rodgers, ayahuasca trip, whatever, locking himself up, adult diapers, whatever, prison food. We got Tom Brady literally posting, like, oh my OnlyFans, like, underwear pictures. Like, not saying that's what Tom Brady would do if he wasn't playing football. Not saying that's what Aaron Rodgers would do if he wasn't playing football. But these guys are just sickos. Like, they're just not normal human beings is what I'm peeping, bro. Oh, I forgot like, that. Like, no, that Brady shit was different. What the fuck? I was like, he needs his wife back. Dude. But I just think like, these guys just have, I don't know. I was. I think there's a little bit of Gronkowski's um, effect, too. He tagged him in that. I, think. I was so shook on that. And then, and people were quote tweeting that and everything. I mean, um, yeah, that was a little different. And on that note, on Tom Brady, by the way, his little his young shorties was uh was was probably um endorsing that. 
Yeah, and he's like, oh, I love how he does, like, the plug for Brady Brand, too. He's like, should I post this? She's like, yeah, go post it. And then, like, obviously, he's got his, like, hand over his dick and shit. Like, come on. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thirst trap. And on that, like, Tom Brady, note, like, he um, he had already said, you know, he's he's kicking Greg. It's most likely going to be kicking Greg Olsen out of the booth, and he's going to be with Burkhart next season for the next, you know, 10 years, making kicking more Greg money Olsen doing... Kicking Greg Olsen out the booth is crazy. I, and he, you know what? Kicking it's, Greg Olsen out the booth is absolutely insane. I think I saw, I saw a tweet. Um, that that hurts me just, like, getting Aqib Tlaib getting the boot hurt, but, like, Greg Olsen's probably, like, a couple steps below the Aqib Tlaib. Like, they should make Aqib Tlaib and Greg Olsen, like, the misfit, like, put him on, like... Yeah, but who can be, like, the, the play caller? Like, they're both color guys. Bro, Greg is a talented motherfucker. That's true, he could do it. One of the best Titans to ever live. He can figure out how to fucking call a game. Yeah. Aqib Tlaib was up there breaking down cover four. No one's ever done that. Right, right. They can figure and, it you out. Know, we were they going, can figure it the fuck out. Well, I saw a tweet, and apparently they were saying that, um, like, Greg, uh, like, allegedly had said that he wanted, before Brady announced that he was retiring, Greg allegedly had said that he didn't want Brady to come back. Because he was like, I want to spend another year in the booth. Damn. You know? and then So he, he knew he was about to get his shit booted. Because he signed that's with Fox. Fucked. You know, he signed, like, Brady had already signed with Fox. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So, like, he was going to Fox booth anyway. Wait, so could, well, could, could, Greg take, could Greg take Sean Payton's spot? He, he will, he'll probably be, you know, he might be in the, um, you know, Fox NFL Sunday kickoff now. That, that's, that's what Sean Payton was on, right? Yeah, but he was only doing that, like, he would only come, like, Sure like, weeks. like certain weeks he he might do the show before that like i think vick's on that show charles woodson's on that show oh, it's like yeah. the like the 10 to the 11 to 12 show or the That's 10 to, um and then on the note of broadcasting actually brings up a good point tony romo did you see the stuff on that apparently like they had an intervention quote unquote i saw that shit and said why was, bro who i don't think there's anything wrong with how tony romo calls again i, don't think I so very i very much enjoyed tony romo um i don't know because i think they're saying that he talks about the star player too much or something I mean, so then get on Chris Collinsworth then. But, uh, Who cares? I mean, uh, there's. I guess he is the color commentator. That is correct. That is correct. I was gonna say there's two people there, but uh, that is his job. I see what they're saying, but I don't think it was that big much of a big deal for them to go like public, like an intervention, like. I bro, you gotta you're, make it public. You're, you're yeah. giving him a critique on his job. That's like if I was like fucking up the clips or something, and it was like came out like we had an intervention today. Like I told Manny stop making the the, the caption so big. Like, bro, what the fuck? That's just not that big of a deal. Yeah, right, I, at least I don't think no, so. They could talk that shit like at a regular morning Zoom meeting. Like, like done. But like. then you got like the intervention. You're right on that. And then I don't know. Like, don't you want a quarterback? Don't you want a quarterback as the color guy, the guy that it's it has has seen the nah, plays yeah. on the field? I like I I think like because what I had thought when I watched Tony Romo I'm like this is really good for someone who doesn't really understand football, and like I also think like not 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 a bad way but people that just aren't like heavy into the just actions and everything going on because he's gonna really talk about like the people that you really know and like the plays that like really matter in a really simple way but he makes it cool fun and it's Tony Romo like I I thought I thought that was the shit about it I I guess that's what's the problem I I'm mistaken that's why I don't work at CBS you know what I mean. That's why I'm here in the basement. I guess. <laughs> I thought that shit. That's I like to keep to leave. Gone. I like I like Greg Olson. Gone. I like Tony Romo. Intervention. I I'm gonna stay on this couch and keep doing this podcast. Yeah, I don't. I you know. I'm bad. I'm but you know remember when Tony first started and look at that isn't that kind of funny there? Everybody, see, everyone, everyone was on his meat when he first started. That's what I was just saying. Everyone so now I'm thinking meat. like, are we gonna see the same shit from Tom Brady? Probably. I mean, and then we like if he's not doing a good job, it's like oh well he better get back to football then. They build all these people up to hate him, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Tony. I like him in the booth. And I wouldn't want him with anyone, anyone else other than Jim Nance. And that's fact. Um, Yo, you didn't forget that one topic, right? About that dude with the really long nose. No, I own... Um, that talks on FS1. I did. Don't forget about that. All right, let me... Um, <laughs> don't forget about that guy. Is, is, it in my is it in the messages? Don't forget about that guy. Let me scroll up so I have it. I mean, we could just get into it real quick. Yeah, do you, like go ahead. It I, was just I'm shit lost, about bro. when Nick Wright was talking about how, uh, like Jalen Hurts, like like he was like more surprised Jalen Hurts was in the conversation or something, and then Chris Collinsworth said some crazy shit, something along the lines of that. I forget exactly what. Well, it was. do you see the one on that note there? Do you speaking one of um of uh, Chris Sims with John Clark, where he's like Jalen Hurts has had the, you know, the easiest one of the easiest jobs of playing quarterback in the NFL. He said that to John I Clark just, I just, on, on Radio Row, by I the just way. Thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy, right? Because, like, 
it's so okay that that the 49ers are I'm going to use your pop, your pops turn they're tap dancing after they fucking lose they can talk about how they, <laughs> they it's so it's such a shame they can't use a third string listen to what they're crying about it's such a shame we cannot use a third string QB I'm reading that, that I'm reading that syntax correct that's what they were saying right I'm reading that correct that's what they were complaining about not being able to use a third string QB that's like blasphemy to me you could even say that as a professional football player and be like, I'm making a valid excuse right now. And then when we win the game with a quarterback that we drafted in the second round very early, to my own critique, I thought had to prove himself this year as much as everyone else did, went 14 to 15 to 16 and one. And we just want to talk about how he had to – like, can we just give the guy a tip of the cap one time? What does he have to do? I actually want to know what the guy has to do. To get a tip of the cap. Not everyone can be Pat Mahomes. Not everybody can be Justin Herbert. Not every. There's a lot. Like Eli Manning is a, a very good example. I'm not comparing Eli Manning to Jalen Hurts, but like besides some of the miraculous throws that Eli Manning has made in those big games, there hasn't been that many plays that he's made in that many like statistical seasons. Besides a few where it's been like, oh my god, Eli Manning jumps off the page. I'm pretty sure he's had like two seasons where he's like made some runs and stuff like that. But besides like numbers wise, besides that, they haven't been ridiculous it's been very consistent and he's won a lot of football games it's not sexy it gets you paid it keeps you on the team for a long time and guess what a lot of people love the fuck out of eli manning including myself and he was a rival quarterback so you had to be doing something correct can we hop off the man's nuts like jesus christ i just think it's ridiculous bro say it and let me just piss you off a little bit more i got a couple more quotes here um colin coward uh saying to nick wright if Mac Jones is the Niners quarterback, they beat Philadelphia, and Nick had said, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what it was. That's what it was. It's just – I did my – I said – but, like, that's we, that's so hypothetical. I hate that. That's just – you're, you're proving the point that you're trying to say anything to discredit the Eagles. Like, oh, they would have had this right now mediocre guy because he's 24, they would have lost. Like, How dude. can Mac's season be justified? But who knows, bro? Like, who knows? Jimmy G beat a lot of teams. Jimmy G beat Aaron Rodgers twice. Like, so could Mac Jones beat the Eagles? Sure. Could Brock Purdy have beat the Eagles? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I who knows, bro? It's just the stuff you guys are talking about to try to undermine what the fuck the Eagles are doing. Not losing a lot of football games and winning them and making you guys look stupid. So we're trying to find any excuse. What are the, It's the Twitch chat shit. Copium. That's what they're doing. Copium. It's all copium, bro. <laughs> and I'm fucking loving it all. Because it's, it's, it, it, it makes it even obvious. I like, there's been a few people that have, like, backtracked. Because it, it, there's there's nothing wrong with backtracking your take, right? Like, I, I've done it. Plenty, plenty of times. Time. You've done it plenty of times. People are literally praising Joy, Joy Taylor right now for like, I think she said it like after or even a couple weeks. It wasn't even that long. She just criticized Jalen Hurts early on and then said she was wrong or said he was doing, playing well later. And people are now are saying something we say like, oh my God, look at Joy Taylor. It's like, it's not that hard. It's just be an honest person. It's cool. If you were wrong, you were wrong, bro. I don't know. How about Media Week? You gotta, you gotta get people to watch your show though, so I can't. I, can't I guess so. How about Media Week this week though? Um, Jalen Hurts was on the podium getting some reporters asking him a bunch of questions. One of the reporters publicly apologizes to him face to face saying that, you know, sorry that I, you know, I didn't think that you were going to be the guy that could get this job done. And he said a lot of people didn't think that. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, but I, what I'm saying is, you know, I, I apologize. I'm sorry for saying that. You know what Jalen Hurts said? Cool. It's cool, bro. Cool. That's it. Cool. That's what I would say. And he smiled. Cool. Cool. I've heard that shit plenty of times. Cool. Was that that was at the media day shit? Literally, like a reporter said that when he was on the podium. GC, oh Fucking my hilarious. God, what the what is his name, bro? Why am I blanking on the camera? This is so bad. How about let me give you the a break? Dude, the dude, the, the, the dude that bro, it's our boy. He fucking oh, Kyle, Kyle. You see Kyle with Sal Pal? That shit was so with... fucking funny, bro. He said, "Yo, Sal Pal." <laughs> shit, Sal Pal about, yeah, because Kyle's there. How about um, he asked he asked Howie. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. How, how how does it feel to get to get fleeced? Had to, to fleecing how to be, should he how should he kept it a buck he, oh, he, i think that was a great question too he said um you know how does it feel to fleece every gm in the nfl how we didn't want to keep it a buck i wish he would have answered it truthfully you know that would have been the philly way to be fair Facts. um let's go to brandon Ayuk here uh if quote if i were going to bet on this game i would take everything i own get it in cash and put money on the kansas city chiefs cheers bro like this is the definition of action. This so this is what you, your pop meant by tap dancing. This is what I'm witnessing. How we're like a week and a half, almost two weeks past the ass beating. Understand people got hurt. If you could have blocked a little bit better, maybe he wouldn't have got hurt. That's the nature of football, man. 
We were crying and asking for. I mean, we, we won a chip without without Car, without uh, Carson. But even when Carson went down again, and we got to play with Nick Foles the next season. We weren't crying about it. It is what it is, bro. It's football. Move on. That shit is at, like. And, and the people that are saying like, because I'm not going to take credit for this take, but the people that are saying that this is why they keep losing an NFC Championship game because they had this mentality, and, like they keep just blaming it on shit. It's like, yeah, facts. Like, like this is. I, obviously, some of these people are new. Like CMC's new. Brandon Ayuk's a young, a young guy. But it's like, bro, these are just not attitudes you want in a winning team. Like, it's just, you're blaming it on a third-string QB. You're blaming it on this and that. Now you're saying bet the house on the other team to beat the Eagles just because they beat her ass. Like, bro, move on. Like, fuck them. I actually, I was cool with the 49ers, but now I'm like, fuck them. Yeah, and on the coaching side of things, um, Tamika Ryans, we did see that last week. Good Sean thing. Payton, we did see that last week. Um, was pretty, uh, pretty funny to see when he was – Ask about Russell Wilson. Yeah, bro, that shit ain't that shit ain't flying. Like with the private coaches or whatever, private yeah, staff. Bro, He's fuck? like, I, I, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. That was some new coach type shit. He was getting away with. Russ knew who he was. He knew he could get away with. Now we got Sean Payton coming in. Hey, good way to handle it. He kind of shrugged it off. And then the one that um you hadn't uh, hated a lot was Kellen Moore and the Cowboys parting ways. Uh, I I truly wish and hope that he finds a head coaching job somewhere. Um. I I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing, Dallas? I I, mean, I think that was the wrong move there. Yes, is the Dallas way, man. I don't know. Like I also like Calamore. I mean, no, Calamore has has assembled really good offenses. I think he'll be fine. I don't know. I I can't. I can't. It makes me happy. So that's pretty much all the insight you kind of need on the move. Not having to deal with the Kellamore offense, and I, I do wish him the best. But I don't really, I don't really know much about what the Cowboys are doing over there anyway. At any point, I mean, these guys think they're good. These guys think their head coach is, is not the issue. They think the AFC is the issue. I, I, it was mutual or something like that. I don't know. Fuck those guys. They're really dumb. If you ask me, I would have done anything in my in our power to keep Kellamore. I don't know. Damn straight. More quick headlines as well. Last that's night, that's crazy to me. Last night, we were able to see a clip from the Dallas Stars game where... Oh, my God. What was it? Fuck around and, get, and find out? What, what's that quote? I think that's that's what it is. Fuck around and find out? I don't know. Yeah, all I know. I mean, the dude deserved, the dude deserved what, had, what had it coming to him, but, like, What yeah, are we doing? His shorty came in, like, guns blazing. What like, are we doing? Right, left, hook, hook, hook. She was trying to... All I'm saying, I don't, like, bro, it's what it is. Don't be an idiot. And, I mean, just don't say something that's going to get you punched in the face, but... Get you a shorty that's gonna come in and try to rock somebody. How about, shit how about a good segue? She came there. in trying to kill somebody. How yeah. about a good segue from Dallas losing Kellen, and then we go Dallas more stars. Dallas stupid shit. I mean, I, I, is this just a Dallas way? I, I feel like an idiot for saying that, but yeah. maybe not, I don't know. Not thorough men, but really thorough females. I see. She came Get in with four. She thought she was here. Good. What are we doing? Nah, he deserved that shit though. All right, quick headlines have finally concluded. LeBron James, again, I have to say it again. If you did not watch this live, I truly feel bad for you. And don't be don't be those jackasses. Don't be those jackasses that sit there and say, well, I can watch it on SportsCenter the next morning. Not the same. Not the same. You wouldn't have done it for Tom Brady. Damn straight. Uh, breaking it, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. All-time scoring, 38-388. And how about those beats, by the way? That was fire. Those were sick. Um, I feel like... You know, people are going to say this and that about the, the celebration and how maybe he should have done it with his team and he made it all about himself. I disagree with all of that. Uh, you just broke a record that had been standing for 39 years. Can we not throw the flowers when they are needed, when they are due, for Christ's sake? I mean, the face of this league, we're never going to forget about this this man and what he's done and his legacy. Why can we not give him the respect he res deserves for putting all into this game and then breaking the record? I thought it was super cool. Look, people. I had people t telling me all this week, blowing up my phone, friends, family, that was too much. I was ready to turn off the, the rest of the game. I didn't need to see all the celebration. Why not? It's a big moment. I don't understand. Like, am I just stupid for not? Like, I, I, I was sitting back, I had my hands above my head, just smiling, watching all of it. Hugging Magic, Jay-Z's there, Denzel Washington's there, the family's there. Bronny and Bryce are sitting right under the hoop that he fucking put the basket on. Come on. Couldn't have been more perfect. What I will say, though, is I really did think he was going to put up 25 in that game. So then tonight, we're recording on a Thursday night, he playing the, the Bucks tonight, where Kareem was originally drafted to. That would have been more storybook, right? And LeBron's okay. a showman. Like, that would have been great. But all the pregame stuff, Shaq's like, if he needs 36, Jamal Crawford's like, if he needs 36, 
he's going to get 36 and not leaving the building without 36. 16. 16 third quarter points breaks the record. And this is a man also that at 38 years of age is putting up 36 points in three quarters of basketball at 38 and breaking the record. So everyone, you could say this and that about breaking the record and it was too much, but he dropped 36 and three quarters himself at 38. So I don't want to fucking hear it. And I'm curious to hear, you know, you know, I, I don't know where your, your head point is because you might be, you know, we're both on the same page with LeBron being the GOAT. You obviously are way more into this than I am, but I hope you're not going the side where I think you're going. No, nah, I thought the celebrations. I, nah, if you hate on celebrations, I think you're almost like a sad human being. Bro, like, he had to talk. People were bitching that he had to, that he was like talking. Nah, he I, had to say something. What do you mean? Nah, I mean, nah, bro. I can't hate on a celly. I can't hate on a celly. I, I, all I was gonna say that I thought was gonna surprise you was it just didn't move me that much. Like I watched it live and shit. I just saw saw the ball go in the hoop, step back. It was a great bucket, and I was just Tough. like, yeah, like I, I just feel like. I feel like that was one of the records, like like something like that. He's been walking down Kareem for so long, like you kind of knew he was gonna pass, like pass Kareem when he got to like the top ten, and he was still like saying I have runway, and like when he said I wasn't gonna retire and all that, like you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I was like, it felt like one of those things where everyone like in the stadium was like had their phones out and he like he made a shot. And it was like oh, and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, hey, how about an atmosphere? Lit. Like that shit is lit, but it, I wasn't that hyped. But I thought the celebrations and shit, like his kids, kids come out, he, Kareem passing the ball, like passing the. That t- was, I thought that, that was, was cool as fuck. I don't know. People said that was too much. I think if you hate on celebrations, you might be a sad human. But I, I, think- I just think like I, I thought what surprised me personally was like seeing like one of my like my favorite player of all time and just him break the record that moment, and I was just kind of like cool. Like it just, I think it might go to show how fucking good LeBron is. Like it's just like, yeah, I knew he was gonna do that. Like that was just checking one off the list. Like we can just start saying that now. Like short thing. Like that's kind of how it felt, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, I thought the torch passing was super cool. Um, I don't know why we hate on that's that. That's crazy. Hating on a celebration, in my opinion, is crazy. Unless you like start doing some like weird shit, like taking your shirt off if it's not soccer or something. But besides that, bro, I don't know. And he was mic'd up that night. We got to see him talking with Bryce and Bronny, like. Heading into the second half, saying, you know, I got to go eight and eight. And then, like, both of them were like, you know, go all in. Go all in. Go get it. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, not too much on no, that. Just fine. had to highlight it. Super cool. Um, that is really, I didn't know people were really hating on that like that. That's crazy. Yeah, I read an article today. I think it was like nine, like 95 7, the fan or something, saying that it was one of the many things that I saw this week. Um, just bitching about it. Oh, he made it about himself. This was all me, me, me. It was kind of long. That's yeah. why when you text me that Oklahoma City money line thing, I was like, I would have taken that. I was thinking about it. When I was watching that, I was like, if I was betting this, I would take OKC Live right now because this is going long. And I know everyone on the bench does not care that much. Like, Can we highlight? Like, I, I, was I was like, I know everyone say. on the bench, like they care, but not that much to be sitting down for 20 minutes. Can like, we highlight fucking Anthony Davis? What the hell was that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that something that, like, maybe he wanted to be on the floor for it and you got nah, pulled right after nah, that? Like, that's, that's weird, bro. I mean, I, I don't put too much, like, like pros and shit and, like, Hooper. Like, I don't know. A lot of, like, these professional really good Hoopers, like, have diva tendencies deep down. Like, it is what it is. Like, you just got to be, I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, not, not all of them, but some of them do. Like, we've seen it time and time again. So, it wasn't something that, like, really took me by. But I was just kind of like, damn, like. I think no matter what happens, your teammate accomplishes something. Like, no matter what the record is, no matter how small or large it is, that's your teammate. He broke a record. Like, that's just fucking, that's fire. That's what I think. Like, I, I don't know. You watch this motherfucker do it for, how long have they been teammates? Three years, four years, five years? Like, that shit was weird to me. Anytime I had a teammate accomplish anything, I thought that shit was pretty dope. And, like, right as it, as it happened, he literally sat right down on the bench. Yeah. Like, that, you're just weird, bro. I don't know. I can't. I can't say what he would. If if he was if he if he was going through something at the time, I don't know. But I can't. I, there's not much of an excuse I could give him besides that. Was be a teammate. Weird. Be a teammate. No bullshit. All right. Uh, NBA trade deadline does not disappoint. It just never does. This one might be a little bit crazier than ever. Obviously, today and last night were crazy. Got to start with Kyrie to the Mavs. He debuted last night. Said in the in the postgame presser afterwards that it was a long couple days, 90 hours, I believe he had said it was. Uh, I just had to get it get it over with. And then actually, uh, and you know, drops 24. Good game there. And he gave the jersey to Floyd Mayweather. Pretty cool stuff there. What I did really like, and for all the Kyrie, fa- the Kyrie fans and the Kyrie haters, more importantly, is he was walking with fans 
you know, in the parking lot after the game. Signing jerseys, taking pictures. I think that's a nice welcoming from Kyrie. Will we see that again? Probably not. Uh, had to start there. And obviously, you know, I just, on that note there, quick note there, I just don't think we're going to see Luka 50, 50 bombs anymore with Kyrie being there. Is that dumb to say? Brain to add, brain damage. KD was still going nuclear when all three of them were there, I, by the way. I don't know, man. Um, I, I think it was crazy when people were saying that, like, this trade, like, it wasn't, like, this wasn't moving. There was a lot of people I saw on Twitter that said, like, this wasn't moving them or something like that. I don't know if you caught wind of that, but I saw a lot of people saying this is, like, wasn't going to. Why? I wow. have no, like, NBA Twitter's a funny place, bro. Like, I don't think anything moves NBA Twitter, so I could just, I probably should just stop reading that shit. But I'm just like, why are people saying that this trade is not moving them? It is Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Right. Like, this is actually OP. It's it's, it's Luka and Spencer Dinwiddie, but Spencer Dinwiddie just got 10 times better overnight. <laughs> like, we did lose DFS. Like, Dorian Finney-Smith is, is huge. Like, because I think one thing that's so good about the Mavs is, like, the fact that they could play Luka ball and they could have Dinwiddie do it too. And then they had straps on defense, absolute straps. And a lot of that started with DFS because he could guard one through five, had stream length at six, seven, and could knock down a three-point shot. But... I mean, Kyrie makes up for a lot of deficiencies the team has. So I, I, I just think if you said that trade doesn't move you, I'd, I'd like to see what you think come into the season. And the West playoffs are going to be fucking insane. We'll get, we'll get into it. Hundred percent. And the big part there is, um, as we carry over into this KD trade, I did see today. You know, I think it was ESPN Instagram or Sports Center Instagram. They were clowning Joff because you know what he had said. Yeah. He's like, you know, I can take on the West myself, or whatever. And then the West just went nuclear. Uh, what did he say? He said the West. He said, I'm not worried about the West or something. Yeah. And then like some, some shit about, you know, whatever the fuck he said. Nah, and I, then now like the West literally is nuclear now. And now it's yeah. going to be a problem. I hope then. people don't look too deep into that. And no, no. Do what CJ McCollum did and just laugh at that shit. Cause I thought like, that's what you should say. If you get put in the spot like that, like, fuck it. This is my conference. Like, right. So over to the Suns acquiring Kevin Durant, massive deal. Uh, you know, and on the note, just real quick on Kyrie, he did say, you know, he's happy for him. And, but he, at the end of the press conference, he literally was like, you know, happy he got out of there. Like, damn. All right. So Kyrie threw one last little dig in there. He got one more in there. Happy he got out of there. Kevin Durant going to the Suns. Suns are sending Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder, and four first round picks. I do have to go, like, I got to give some credit. And, you know, gratitude for uh, Mikel Bridges. He did fit very well in Phoenix. He had and a lot Cam. of fun over there. And Cam. And to see them go, you know, I feel bad for you because you guys are, right now, it Two looks PA like. Two boys, like, literally shipped off. You know, right now, it does look like you're going into a dumpster fire, but the Nets are in a relatively Good spot for rebuilding in the future. It's cool. We got two P we got two PA boys one step closer to the home. Hey, no, yeah. One no one one two one two one three and team like trade away. Nah, but uh, supposedly Mikel's probably I think the Grizzlies are trying to get him. I mean, everyone's trying to get Mikel, but right. that shit is ass. Like I but I, I do agree with the Suns going to get KD. I'm pretty sure they were talking before anyway, but like you kind of just peep like we were up two L in the finals. Lost. Got our ass beat by the Mavs. Like, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to upgrade here. Like, there's well, just no chance we're gonna keep going with this roster right here and we're gonna just gonna keep trying to th like you know how teams get caught in that loop. Like they were gonna they were definitely really close to getting caught in that loop. And like you got A in, you got D book there, two young guys with a lot of money, you gotta go. And CP's getting older. I fuck with it. I'm and get these guys out of my conference, our conference. Bye. You guys one team obsolete. Cool. Cool. No more it's Ben Simmons team. Perfect. Perfect. You know, gotta and, worry about, don't gotta worry about the Nets no more. Oh, I gotta talk about the. They'll the, be good though. The Nets. You don't gotta worry about them. Ben Simmons. I do want to say this. Suns get a new owner. Twelve hours later, gets KD. Yep. How about that? Right to damn business at the exact time that you needed to, because the deadline's now up. And like, just wild. Like a huge credit there. Like you just come in that much power. I, I'm in at 11 a.m. Twelve hours later, eleven PM. We need fucking KD. And we got him. That was like the first briefing, probably. Yep. Like, all right, he probably came in. I myself am going at KD. He was like, everyone coming right now. They walked in. All it was was a picture of KD. Yep. Like, like, like. What can we do? Like the crime scene. Like I'm about to say, you see like little pictures like Cam Johnson, Mikel, like campaigns there, like D books even there. Like, all right, like thumbtacks. Yes, I'm saying this shit's going. Like, how do we get KD? I fuck with that. Like, like a murder scene. I like that. Um. And then, like, even though, like, it, for these guys going to the Nets, it does kind of look like it is going to be like a, a dumpster fire in a way. 
But there's they are set up for success in the future. Lineup nah, has seems, some depth. That team's decent. That team's probably gonna make the play in. They have some depth. Lot. That team can um, make the play in. I do have to say shit on Ben Simmons because I thought it's so funny. Oh, Ben Simmons, I want to get out of Philly. I'm gonna do whatever I can to get Poor my ass fella. out of Philly. Gets out of there, barely plays. The big three I saw today: James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant played a total of 16 games together. That's it. Ben Simmons gets his wish. He gets out, and now everybody's going, "Oh, whoop, 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 where'd you guys go? Where'd you guys go? Now it's just me, <laughs> loser." Well, loser. I mean, it's, listen, it, 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 it's always the easy way to listen easy. He didn't want to show up to practice. He didn't want to show up to games. He said he was going to take the fines. He thought he could finesse the fines. Got cho- tried to choose the team he could go to. Went to the Nets because he thought this was a good deal. Then. That's gone. Like sometimes the easy way ain't always the easy way, Mr. Simmons the Savage. But hey, go be a savage. It's your team now. It's Cam Thomas's team now. Excuse me, my fault, Cam. But you can be maybe the biggest name there for now, Mr. Ben Simmons. And I mean, I think I think the Nets will be fine. I think I think they could be a playing team. They'll give people trouble. They could be a playing team. I think they'll give people trouble. They have a lot of defenders, some shooters. Like I mean, if they get coached up well, they could do something. And uh, more on some trade stuff. I want to touch can't on the Sixers, the Sixers here. Though. Yeah, they can't do shit with those guys. Um, the uh, like early leans now. The odds for uh, NBA championship Celtics are three fifty, I believe. Last I saw, and then Suns at six hundred. Before the trade, Suns were nineteen hundred. Celtics are not winning the NBA championship, bro. I really thought that getting KD, they would get Suns as the favorite. Kind of confused there. Nah, I mean new team. I mean the, Cel- the Celtics. I mean, I mean, I mean, number one in the East again. On paper and though, they look they look just as good again, and they're probably gonna make the finals again. But I'm just a Celtics hater. But um, what, what were the Sixers? Uh, I was gonna go to the Sixers here with Trailblazers getting 76ers, Matisse Thybul, all poor, all per Adrian Wojnarowski, the goat of of NBA ESPN here. Uh, Trailblazers getting Matisse Thybul as part of a three-way deal with with uh, the Charlotte Hornets, and then uh, the Sixers are getting Jalen McDaniels in that deal as well. Uh, Matisse, huge defender for the 76ers. Curious on if we're uh, if we're a little bit disappointed that you know saying bye to a good defender like that, but happy to see McDaniels. Is that where we are, kind of? Not even sad. Like, go ahead. Interesting. Like- I mean, bro, if you're that good, if you come in the league as that good of a defender, and like literally all you have to do is develop a thirty percent three point jump shot, and you can't do it, like, see it, bro. Like it's the NBA. Like you can't just be a wing, and you can't just great defender. Like literally all world, all time talent defender. But like, okay, we can just pick up Jalen McDaniels, who has like a six ten wingspan, can defend probably like a tier below as good rebound very well and knock down the three out like i think he shot 232 percent this year that's perfectly fine right that's perfectly fine because i mean we have a good defensive team with or without matisse level he's just a great tool a, t- a tool that every team would love to have but i mean come the offs if you if we can just leave you alone because you're going to shoot in the 20s and the teens from the three when it matters like what what much what much do you really like what, what use are you i mean he, he was getting no tick He's, you can't, he's unplayable that's what i was going to say he really wasn't getting that much time and for a, a team that's as good as them you know, I'm sure part of it was uh, I'm probably going to get more playing time now. Yeah. Nah, it's good for him because he can play now. But, like, it's just like, you know what I mean? When you're on a team, when you're on a top-tier team and from the rip, it was like you're you, he was actually untradeable for a very long time. And it was like we're going to invest in you. All you have to do is pretty much develop your offensive game. And it doesn't happen. It's, it, the writing was on the wall for a while. It is what it is. Fuck with Matisse, though. One of my favorite people that played for the Sixers, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You got to go. Uh, I just want to run through some quick ones here as well. Bones Highland leaving Denver and headed to the Clippers. Um, unique move there. I think it's it, it, it does save a little bit of money. Clippers are going to get a 24 and a 25 second-round picks. Um, I just was a little bit sh- shocked on that one. James Wiseman uh, leaving the Warriors and headed to the Pistons so for Sadiq Bay. Exactly right. Um, and I don't know. I kind of expected them him to develop more in... Golden State didn't really see that a lot this year. I think they kind of had quit on him um, at the towards the really early part of the season, and you know, well, now you got to go to another dumpster fire yeah, and see. fucking. I think Bones and I think Bones might be like he that team is deep over there. I know that's, that's a good I, move. That is all I'll say. That team that's is, a that good... team is deeper. I don't know how they, like I look at that team before the season. You're like this team's extremely deep and they're just getting deeper. They Luke, get rid of Luke Kennard though, right? Yeah, Luke Kennard. Just ex- look at you. You're right on me here. Uh, Luke Kennard to the Grizzlies from the Clippers. Uh, Clippers are sending 
uh, no, the Grizzlies are sending three second-round picks to the Clippers there. Uh, I, there's a lot of picks moving around here, so curious to see how That's these wrong. will kind of, in, in all of this deadline here, um, and I'm not just saying that, obviously that happens. I'm saying that, you know, just we're seeing a lot of unprotecteds, we're seeing a lot of lightly protecteds, and just all around the quantity of picks that are moving around. You know, we're not just saying, you know, uh, for example, like a first and a third, we're seeing three, we're seeing four, um, all getting dished out for one or two players. And then just a funny one here. Patrick Beverly just having a time of his life in LA doing the podcast with Roan over at Barstool. And then they just give him the boot and they say, head your ass down to Orlando and play for the magic. Now. That's fine. That's fine for him. That's fine for business. Not much of a lifestyle change, except for the fact that you gonna play, not gonna play with LeBron James no more. But I mean, hey, the team's not that much worse. If you think about it, no, that's right. <laughs> so, hey, and then sticking, Pat all right. he's all gonna be cool. Sticking with the magic, uh, Lakers getting Mo Bamba. I love the graphics too that these goddamn ESPN they must always do. add the graphic like this guy's about to change the Did team. You see that? They're like, oh, the, yeah. the Lakers are adding another big man yeah. like Shaquille O'Neal next to him. And they're like, what can he do? Good potential though. I just okay. don't get it. Uh, I just just running so out. So just some kept quick investing in the young guys that were there when LeBron first got there. They keep grabbing young talent to put him over the top. So I mean, I don't know. Blazers sending Gary Payton. To the Warriors for five second round picks. You see, this goes right to my point here. Uh, so Gary Payton back. A lot of Warrior fans, uh, very very happy about that. Yeah, that's a good move. Um, and then Kevin Knox gets his ass out of Detroit. Not too much that we really want to touch on these lower tier ones, but a lot of money was saved for some of these teams in our um, NBA trade de- trade deadline. Big stuff there. Obviously, the big moves there. We're seeing Kevin Durant leaving. We're seeing. <sighs> Kyrie Irving. I do want to give some respect where some respect is due, and that is out of the big three from James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden making the right move. He got out when he needed to, and now look, he's already set. He's establishing a new team. He's having more fun in a new team. Uh, the team is better. They're more successful. He did it right. That's it. That's it. Thank God for Ben Simmons. D- you know what? Damn straight. And, and, and pretty soon when we get a new coach here that put, gets, gets us over the hump, like, because this season's going to make everyone realize in that front office that Doc has to go. Thank God for Doc Rivers, because then, then 2024 will win a chip. You know what I mean? It was all part of the plan. Trust the process, baby. It's been a long process, 10 years, but hey, I've been here since day one. You know, and you say all trust the process. All 72 of those losses, baby. You say trust the process and the, the plan about that. How about we start saying what all these NFL guys are saying? It's all part of the script. Yeah, all part of the script, right? Because um, everyone's they're going to start tanking in the league now, too. Yeah. Heading right into football, before we get into the actual Super Bowl and some, I want to put out some scoring predictions. I want to put out some, obviously, some game predictions. Just want to real quick touch on the Pro Bowl. Tyler Huntley, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I did not pay attention to anything that happened in the Pro Bowl weekend. I saw Just Josh, him going. I saw Josh Jacobs. I think he said this shit is stupid, he right? He did. He did. And Derek I, Carr I, going. I think that was, I don't know what day that was, but I was like on Twitter and I saw Josh Jacobs say that shit was stupid and I was like, word, I'm not watching. Thanks. Appreciate you. I saw like when I would go to the gym, I would see highlights and I was like, oh, this is what the shit they were doing. I saw a little bit I of the game. Like, um, I saw a little Wasn't bit. it like a best of three or something? I saw game one, game two, game three. Was it a best of three? Was I don't, it three I, games? You know, honestly, I don't really know. I was just that watching. That shit looked dumb as I was fuck. just watching a flag football game. I know, like, because I, I really fuck with watching, like, when I really fuck with the sport, I want to watch the All-Star game. I want to watch the Pro Bowl. I want to watch the, the, the Home Run Derby because the game and that shit's lit. But I just want to watch, like, my guy, like, my players, my favorite players just, like, you know what I'm saying? Chilling and having a good time. That shit just looks so dumb. Like, I thought I would be legitimately torching and pissing on my time if I watched that shit. Like, like I was like, what am I watching, bro? I also pay attention to, like, the skills competitions because they're kind of cool. Like, I watched the NHL All-Star game was last week. That weekend. shit's dope. I watched the skills competition at its entirety. I did not even know that the skills competition for the NFL bro, the hoops was competition Friday. Was dope. I didn't know either. It was last Friday at 7. I wake up Saturday last. morning, I'm like... Like Saturday morning, I'm like, like oh, on my sa- phone. I'm morning. Like, I missed it. I'm morning. Like, yeah. No, no, no. It was it was Friday night. Oh. But I, was, I wake up Saturday morning and I'm like, what the fuck? I missed it. Uh, they don't care for. Like me. I had no idea. I had no idea. No, I know. I, I wanted to see Saquon play dodgeball. Just because oh, I saw there. I saw a clip from that. Like, you know, playing, I wanted to see the gauntlet. We're playing dodgeball, like shit, like that. What yeah. are we? We like, I think a Pro Bowl. I think a. Why don't they do like seven on seven? And then just liming one-on-ones. And we can get after the 7-on-7, if you want to do, like, 
wide receiver corner one on ones and D B and then we can do running back linebacker one on ones. Like we I mean, listen, we practice this shit. If we can't play a game of Pro Bowl, we can very much so have these guys on display going full tilt, like with a lot of safety. Like I don't I, that whoever came up with that idea is brain damage that display. Like we could have literally just had a seven on seven and one on ones going on. And I think people would be cool with that. I don't know. Like I said, that's why we sit in the basement. I'm gonna continue to sit in the basement and do the podcast. Damn so. fucking straight, Fuck baby. <laughs> Damn Fuck fucking straight. Um, and then we have NBA All Star Weekend, which Jericho Sims did agree to the dunk contest. Tough. We'll see. I mean, that's probably my only Nick that I can. Jericho pay. Sims in the dunk contest. <laughs> Hopefully, we can do some cool shit. I don't know, bro. Well, we saw Obi Toppin was in it last that's year. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes he's they come out and they start doing some cool shit. That's what I mean. I don't Everybody know. said he didn't. We shouldn't have won last year. <laughs> Besides the fucking point. To the big game, ladies and gentlemen. We are finally here. Our last week of football. God, that season flew by. We are here, and the Eagles are fucking favorites in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. Really got to uh, hone in here. Been loving the podcast from Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about this podcast because I was I was thinking about like you know how like you I was going to compliment you for laying out the show this way because did you know that leaving like the most important part for the end is like good for the algorithm and shit. Hundred percent, baby. You got to watch all the way through. That shit's come like, on, bro. Yeah, and if you like, are enjoying so <laughs> it's like far, to, it's like what you're supposed to do and shit. This guy's like a professional. <laughs> but they say we're not, bro. But they say we're not. And as we head to the big game. Let us know in the comments what you are doing for the big game, watching with some family and friends, or maybe some of you lucky people are flying out to Arizona, maybe caught some waste management action as well. Like, comment, add, subscribe, and hit us up on Apple Podcasts as well. Okay, so big stuff. Radio Row, and I'm going to say this right now for those of you that do not know Radio Row, probably one of the best um, you know, sports media weeks of the year, Monday through Friday, leading up in media week, leading up to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to stamp it right now. This podcast one day will be at Radio Row doing what we do for that. And I just can't wait to be there. It's a valid stamp. It's just a valid stamp. A and valid I have to stamp. say it, I've been, I've been just admiring that stamp. week and being able to be there all week and and sit and do shows all day. And I don't know, that's why, man. That's why, that's why, that's why, you I mean, why you're my guy, you stamp shit like that. 100%. And we're saying it right fucking to that camera right there. So you do not forget it. I can't wait to be there. Um, man, we're here. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey were doing their podcast on Radio Row. Do they have their parents on the podcast recently? Mom was on there, yep. What the fuck? And then uh, uh, I saw a clip today. Swoop came in. Swoop came in today okay. and was trying to fuck with Travis. And Jason's like, can you pick him up and fly him far, far away for Sunday? <laughs> and then the Eagles cheerleaders come in. And he's nice like, works. oh. And Travis is like, oh. Hello, ladies. And he's like, so I guess we got the whole gang here. And he's like, let's hear the chant. Let's hear the chant. So then they're like, E-A-G-L-S, Eagles. Eagles. And he's like, suck. <laughs> I fuck with Jerry. So they're, they're, doing, they're, they're having some fun. I, I, it's obviously really cool for them, brothers, to be, you know, being there at the Super Bowl. And um, what Travis had said after the AFC Championship win. Um, podcast he, is perfect. Per, podcast is perfect. And he said, you know, my mom can't lose. Can't. Right? So... Um, but here we go. All right. So Eagles minus one and a half. I, was, I can fucking lose. I was speaking to um, speaking to Dawson and he told me that he when the Eagles opened up at one, he loaded the fuck up on the Eagles. Good so interesting uh, yeah, stuff I'm confident, there. bro. I mean, I think I, I don't know. I'm sure at this point, right? Like we have to assume at this point in time that Patrick Mahomes is pretty much cool. High Uncle Spring, we will never know until the game starts, but I think, just my in my mind, he's as close to 100%. That's the one thing that I had, like, last week. I'm like, if Patrick Mahomes is limping in any way, shape, or form, and the way this D-line is going to be coming after him, that's trouble, number one, already. I don't think they're going to be able to establish any... I don't think they're going to get their offense going in any type of way because, I mean, we can guard... Tra I mean, I'm not saying... Okay, we're not going to lock down Travis Kelsey, but I, I believe we'll be able to... Stop Travis Kelsey from doing like a 16, 15 target, 150 yards, two touchdown type deal. I think we'll be able to stop that. Hopefully, Travis Kelsey can go for like 9, 70, and 1. I'll be cool with that. we probably win the game. Um, I just don't think they have enough to to to. If Patrick Mahomes, which is what I'm trying to say, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have an all-time legacy game performance to beat the Eagles. And I could sit here and try to go over the whole defense and what we're – but it, everyone knows that for a fact. The only way the Eagles lose this game, in my opinion, is if Jalen Hurts either lays an egg, which we all know from how composed and poised he's been the whole season, is absolutely not going to happen. 
Patrick Mahomes has to have a legacy game to where we all leave that motherfucker like we just watched the greatest of all time. He there's who's gonna have uh, Pacheco can have like a a diamond in the rough 152 touchdown yard game. What's the probability of that happening versus the Eagles? Slim. What's the probability of Juju Smith Schuster going for 110 and three touchdowns and getting MVP? Slim. So it's Trav legacy game or Pat legacy game. We're not throwing two pick sixes. We're not fumbling the ball in the end zone. It's just not happening, okay? If it happens, we can clip it and come back. It's going to take a Pat Mahomes legacy game. And and I, I listen, if he does it to me, he does it to me. Lame ankle. Eh. Legacy season for the birds. That's what I'm saying. Hungry dogs run faster type shit. I don't think he got it, man. We can say the legacy game for next year when you're healthy. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a couple points like in this game that stand out to me, number one, and you said it at the beginning of that, which was we saw Patrick Mahomes limping at the end of the game. There was a little bit more at the of the AFC at the um Ooh. the AFC championship game. At the end of the game there was a little bit more of pass rush from Cincinnati. The limp was there. Now you factor in an Eagles defensive line that is going to be doing that for the entirety of the Super Bowl. So adjusting that and having to make that adjustment on that ankle is astronomical. And I can't wait to see, you know, and again, it sounds like I'm back in the Eagles here and that I'm an Eagles fan, and I am not at by any means. But we've seen consistently, and I did say I did think the Giants were going to win. I had a chance. I really thought they had a legitimate chance to win. Um, but then the excuses after was like, you know, oh, well, the Giants were never supposed to win that game. That's not true. I thought they were supposed to win. Uh, the Giants are just not that good. Well, I th- they were good enough to get there. So, uh, number two was oh well, we go into the two, we go into Forty ers best defense in the league. They're not gonna the Eagles offense is not gonna beat that best defense. Then what happens after that? Oh well, we don't have after they after they get crushed. We oh, we don't have an offense. Oh, we don't have a quarterback. quarterback. Oh, we don't have this. Oh, we don't have that. You still got there. And what we, what were you saying at the beginning of the game before it even started? Best defense in the league. So I don't want to hear it at this point for the third straight time in a row. If the Eagles beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want to hear this bullshit from media, from Kansas City fans, from everybody. I don't want to hear the same bullshit of, oh, well, you know, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, the GOAT, the young GOAT, was not 100%. His ankle wasn't 100%. I don't want to hear that. If they lose, they lose. At that point, you just got to give the Eagles credit because they won the fucking game. They literally won't mention that Jalen Hurts' shoulder's broken. They, they won't. I, I won't talk about it either. It should be common knowledge, but it's just they won't talk but about if it. But if you want to play the factor for the other two games, fine. I'm pissed off about it, but I'll let you do it. But you can't do it now in the last game of the season. And then when they're Super Bowl champs, you can't even make more excuses because there's none to make. They won the Super Bowl. That's number one. Um, number two, and that's the pass rush there. Number two is with Travis Kelsey, I think the the, the weakest point of the, the Eagles defense is the linebacker position. And Travis it's Kelsey... It's weakness too. It is, it is. But he, like he's not going to be doing those go routes where you know James Bradbury and Darius are going to have to like pick that up. Like... We're, he's going to have to beat him on the dink and dunk, find something underneath, and then catch and run. Get yards after the catch. Get the yak. That's that's what Travis Kelsey is going to have to do. But this is exactly why I wanted to see the Bengals in this game. Because I wanted to see a, in my opinion, a better, more complete offense. You don't fuck with Joe Burrow enough to, to want to see him versus the Eagles, bro. He would have died. Bro. You see I, how many times he got sacked versus the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. But my you think point, he would have? You think he would have? You see what we did to Brock Purdy in like in like eight minutes? Like, but here's the point: Brock Purdy almost had his arm taken off in like eight minutes, bro. I don't know. Which if Joe, was ugly. But I don't know if Joe Burrow would have made out that game a lot. My point is, I want to see a personally a more complete offense take on and put a absolute like put it put it put the Eagles defense on their heels. I would much wow. rather see a Joe Mixon. <laughs> I would like to see a Joe Mixon, a T. Higgins, a Tyler Boyd, a Joe Burrow, and a Jamar Chase versus a Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, seventh round Isaiah Pacheco, Juju fucking Smith Schuster, and Kadarius Tony. Like I like, we know now. I that's what I that's that's literally what I thought too until that game started and, and Joe Burrow got sacked like six times. I was like, oh wow, we we gotta play the Chiefs or it's gonna get bad. Like Joe might get hurt. Like but. you're in your point of, and you're saying you know. Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have this lights-out game. I think, I do agree with that slightly, but my point is I think for the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game, it's the goddamn script like it has been since the entirety of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It's going to be Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey is going to have to do it. And 
everybody fucking knows it. Travis is lockable. I think Travis is like lockable. everybody knows it. So we're, uh, once again, we're gonna say we're gonna see this Travis Kelsey dink and dunk again. I like that's what I'm saying. That's what no, I was saying. That's why I was specifically saying that it it's not gonna be Travis Kelsey 15 for 150. It's not gonna be Juju 110. It's not gonna be Pacheco for 150. I don't think one. I don't think one person can beat this Eagles defense. Besides the quarterback, just making unbelievable plays and getting everyone involved. I think this, especially this Eagles pass defense specifically, if anything, is good enough by far to, I, I think, not let one receiver specifically absolutely scorch them for the game. I think Pat Mahomes is going to have to, like, be, he's going to have to scramble a good bit more. He's going to have to find every single target. It's going to take Andy Reid trickery. Like, we might see some flea flickers early. We might see some throwbacks early. Like, they might Philly Philly back on us. Like, I think it's going to take some shit like like how Nick Foles did it. I think, not saying Pat Mahomes is Nick Foles, but he's going to have to be on some shit like that where we leave. Or remember the game versus the Bucks where no one caught the ball? Everyone's gonna have to catch the ball, so he's gonna have to be dumping on the on the side, literally parallel to the ground, throwing the ball, running around, spinning in circles, people on him, finding people in the end zone, bouncing them off their helmet, but they catch it. That's what's gonna have to take this time, I think, to beat the Eagles, in my personal opinion. And we're saying, you know, we're we're seeing and we're and we're saying each team coming in with a different game plan to beat the Eagles, right? For the Giants, it was Saquon has to get going early. We have to establish the run, brain damage, right? In this, and you can't say that for, <laughs> you can't say that for. Christian McCaffrey because it just he's not that I don't think he was going to be able to get a run out there they had more receivers like for the Giants it was obviously we have to go to Saquon Barkley yeah. because we don't really have the receivers in this sense you're not really looking to do that with Christian McCaffrey because you have some other guys you can throw to that wasn't the 49ers kind of plan it was use the defense to stop it right so we're on now we have Giants we have established a run it's 49ers let's leverage our best defense in the league and try to put some more pressure on on Jalen Hurts in this instance for the Chiefs their game plan has to be, number one, we have to score first and put some pressure on it. 15, number 15, period. Like, that's true. We have to score first. But also, we in, in this instance, it's a little bit on the defense mainly, but it's we have to force Jalen Hurts to beat us through the air. Hi, there has fair, to be no run game. And you, and, and you can't fair, eliminate the entirety of the run game for the Eagles because that's not yeah, possible. I just don't think that's going to happen. Right, but that's not possible to eliminate the entirety of the run game. So pick one. Are you going to stop the entirety of the run game by your running backs? Or can you at least limit Jalen Hurts to not scrambling out of those third and sixes, those third and eights, and make him have to stay in the pocket and beat you through the air? That's like It's it's very simple when it's put like that. Because we've been seeing time and time again, the run game, the run game, the run game. It's not just Jalen Hurts. It's Boston Scott. It's Miles Sanders. The problem We're is, figuring bro, this out. There is a lot of fucking playmakers that's why my guy kyle we talked about the playmakers on the last show why i said the eagles were going to beat the four they have more playmakers that's why i also believe going to beat the kansas city Chiefs. just have more playmakers so you you can stop the run in the first half and you can think you can put eight and nine in the box to stop the run we still have aj brown Devontae smith so you can't do that for that long because if you leave your corners on this outside one-on-one Oh my God, you had to panic. Now we have to leave. Now we have to go seven in the box, maybe even six in the box to stop the pass because they have A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, and Devontae Smith. Miles Sanders can catch the ball. Kenneth, Kenneth Gable can catch the ball. So now we're now we're unloading the box. This now they have Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders again. That's it's such a problem. Like I just I don't know, man. I think we're gonna be able to get off. I think it's gonna happen. I think it's coming. What what do the what do the English people say when they're about to win the World Cup? It's coming home. I think it's coming home, brother. I just I, I I, I'm really trying to like rationalize the way we lose this game. I think either Jalen Hurts lays an egg or Pat Mahomes just absolutely just like, whoa. Like, it's going to be like, yeah, that game versus the Eagles in 2023 is one. Yeah, Pat Mahomes, we knew he was going to be one of those. And again, we're going to see um, the, the what, what is it, the, the tail oldest this time or whatever, however you say that. Um, who turns the ball ever less, right? Because yeah. we have seen throughout the course of the season – the Eagles don't lose games because they don't turn the ball over. Turn the ball over. They had sloppy turnovers in the in the Washington game. They realistically wouldn't have lost that because Quez had the fumble. Who knows if they would have scored the touchdown yeah, there? I'm they say this, this. Who knows? Can't turn the ball over. But can't turn the ball over. Number one. Um, number two. I I sincerely sincerely think that this has to be a Travis Kelsey game. I'm betting him for two touchdowns. I'm betting him for over 100 yards. I have to be. Who else? Who else? It's not fucking Juju. 
So I got Travis Kelsey for two at plus 460. I'm also taking, I'm, this is the fucking third straight game I'm doing it. Uh, AJ Brown as well, touchdown. Because some, why don't we use our biggest guy over the top, Jalen? I, I don't know. I, AJ Brown getting in the end zone. Travis Kelsey for two. Um, our over under is 50 and a half, and that will be going over. I don't want. I don't give a fuck about the stats. We're always gonna say, well, in years past, there's been this many overs and this many unders. The Super Bowl's normally an under, or the Super Bowl's this. I don't give a fuck. These two offenses, we're gonna see an over. We're gonna see over fifty and a half. We're gonna see fifty-one. Whatever. We're hitting the over on that. Um, money lines minus one twenty-two for the Eagles, plus one hundred four for the Chiefs. Spread doesn't mean shit to me. I think. Can't believe people think the Chiefs are about to win this football game. I think. Before we get to game picks here, and I want final scores as well, um, I think... I don't know. Go ahead. The win, I got my fucking There's thing here. There's my million. The winner of this game is going to win by well over one and a half points, by the way. Well. Uh, I think the max you put it... Now, well could be three. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say this, though? Um, I said it wasn't going to be a blowout against the Giants. I said, I just don't, I don't want it to be a blowout. That's all I said. I don't want it to be. I want it to be a close game. For the 49ers game, I said we're not going to see a blowout. This time we're not. Wrong again. So can I finally be right on this one? Can it not be a fucking blowout? And can we actually be able to enjoy a game at its entirety? I'm not saying I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm just I saying I don't want to be in the fourth quarter and this game be fucking 21 points down. I think this game has potential on one end to get ugly. I think the Eagles can make it ugly. I think if the, the if the Eagles are winning, they have the potential to make it ugly. I don't think the Chiefs have as much potential to make it ugly because we have the playmaker sale to make it up. But, I mean, if we're just up 14 again and we can just send the dogs at Pat Mahomes and he takes a hit early and he falls on an ankle or something, he's not 100%. Because you got to think it's a high ankle. Like, it doesn't take a lot to re-aggravate something like that, especially if you've only taken two weeks off and last time you only taken a week off. Like, he didn't even look that 100%. I mean, obviously, he wasn't that far removed. Gets another extra week this time, but never know. Falls in the wrong way. Takes it, like, even steps on it wrong. Those are one of the ankles are weird, man. Like, you, you land flat on your foot and you kind of like, ah, tweak it. Like, the rest of the game, you're kind of limping. Like, I have no faith. It, it's going to take one of those games where he just leaves us absolutely just astonished. That's what I think, man. I got birds by a million, thirty-one twenty birds. Wow, thirty-one twenty. I'm I'm on the same um on the same point structure there as well. Um, I've been battling with this one for so long. Um, you know I've given the Eagles the credit as much as I have, um, as as I could as well as as the furthest person from an Eagles fan. As I'm building this suspense without fucking saying it, just get to the point. Um. Like, I, I got to do it, dude. I got to do it. 31-24, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Based on this, okay? Two factors. Everybody shut the fuck up. Based on two factors. Number one. I don't really care. It's not going to happen. Chiefs score first. Patrick Mahomes is... Uh, Chiefs score first. Patrick Mahomes has three touchdowns. And most importantly, Travis Kelsey has over 100 yards. Chiefs don't score first. Game's fucking over before it even started. Okay? Simple as that. 31-24, Kansas City Chiefs. And There's got to be some more nuance there, no? Chiefs have to score first. It's it. It's All it. Right. So I'm excited to see this one. Um, Super Bowl MVP as well. I think it's crazy, by the way. If Last thing before we get the hell out of here. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts both tied here at plus 130 for MVP. And then the next one that, that they give is Travis Kelsey at plus 1,600. The max bet for that at least that I saw for me, that was allowing. I'm not betting that. I just wanted to see what the max that they would give was 625. That would pay 10,000. So FanDuel's just willing to only lose 10,000 on that? Really? That's fucked. I'd bet it. Like, I, I think that's, I mean, that kind of makes it an auto bet if you ask me. So, so and then in this instance, so let's say Travis Kosey goes for 100 yards, 125 yards. He can get MVP. And two touchdowns. He can get MVP. People are all saying. That's like, what I said two weeks ago, if you remember. And people said to me, they're like, well, if then that means. Patrick Mahomes has to have well over, you know, 300 yards and probably three or four touchdowns, so then he gets it. I'm like, what? what? But wouldn't Tra wouldn't Travis be the more bigger factor there? There's always – people be forgetting there's nuance in, like, professional sports. Like, <laughs> Pat Mahomes could fumble, throw two picks, and the game has to go back and forth, and he might end up with, like, 250 and, like, two tuds and two picks, and, like, Travis has both those tuds and, like, 150 yards. Who was – 
You, like that, something could happen. You never know. Something could happen. Ju- now and again, everyone will say, "Well, if you're they a do want to give it to the quarterback, though, they do want to give it to the quarterback for 100%. sure." But there is a hundred percent nuance, and I, that's why I said I literally said two weeks ago, both the tight ends, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, were extremely valuable to take at Super Bowl MVP. If you guys don't remember, because someone did comment and said, "Where are the gems you guys on this podcast that you guys are talking about?" Well, you got two last week, and if you did listen, you would have won um, Giants. You would have won uh, Birds minus uh, seven. All. You would have won, and we'll see. Yeah, we we, we'll we slam Giants money line. You had the the alt line at minus seven when the line was two and a half for the for the Eagles. I would have just been listening on the 49ers. Um, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey Super Bowl MVP before the championship games. And then people are gonna sit there and say, "Well, you know, the Chiefs still have to win the game for that to happen." But okay. You're asking yeah, I'm us. I'm just saying that value was a valuable ticket. I'm just saying it was a good look. I mean, you have a jump from plus 130 for both quarterbacks, and then your next valuable person here is plus 1,600? You're asking people to take that. And is that a trap? I Probably. Think, I think it's just worth the investment. It's 110% worth the investment. Fuck Travis Kelsey for now, but I think it's worth the investment. Those are our picks for the big game, the Super Bowl between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Manny has 31-20 Philadelphia Eagles. I have the Kansas City Chiefs 31-24. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the program. Thanks, Pat McAfee. Uh, If you are not already following us on our social media platforms, you are doing the wrong thing. At ADED Podcast on Twitter, at ADED Pod on Instagram, the TikTok. This is just the name of the show, the All Day Everyday Show. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ. And the man in red, not for Chiefs, Manny Ruffin. We hope you enjoy your Super Bowl weekend with your friends and family. Have a great one. We'll see you after the big game. Let's go.